Hello and welcome to Always in Escrow with Colby Burchin and Serena Appel. Hello, Colbs. Hi, Serena. How are you? We are here today with Mark Kravitz. He is has been named one of the top wealth advisors in the state by Forbes magazine. He's a managing partner and founder of Align Wealth. He has also uh, started a podcast. He's been on podcasts for quite some time about how to successfully exit your business called Find Your Exit. And he also hosts a video series on YouTube called Coffee with Crav. And he's here with us today to talk all things financial. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Welcome to thank the you, show. Thank you, Serena. Thank you, Colby. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. I'm so excited Mark's here. Mark is one of my favorite, favorite people. Him and his wife, I love them to death. Um, I'm, I'm lucky that they're my very good friends. Um, Serena, I have been honored to sell their home and help them with their present home, but he is a genius and just the nicest all-around man I've met. And so I'm going to dive right into the first question, Mark. Sure. So with the uncertainty of the market right now, how are your clients handling this and what would you tell them for like looking into the economy looking forward uh do you think that they are nervous are you trying what are you telling them with what's going on in the market today great great question colby so uh we took a look uh towards the end of last year at the markets and the markets were getting very expensive so we made a lot of changes towards the end of the last year some of the things we took a lot of profits especially in growth kind of companies we moved some monies from growth over to value uh we bought into uh some gold and we bought into some alternative investments and uh also we kept a lot of cash on the sidelines uh for opportunities so Obviously, we've had a very rough go of uh, of the market this first half of the year. This was the third worst first half of the year um, in in 80 years. So, if it feels bad, if it looks bad, it it was it was tough. And not only that, but it was very difficult from a stock market standpoint, but also from a bond market standpoint. Um, when interest rates increase the value of bonds go down so normally when you have a bad market like 2008 you will have at least a, a good bond market to pick up the slack but in this case both the stock and the bond market have have gone down so what is what has the fed done the fed has gone out and they've increased rates why do they increase rates because we have a lot of inflation that is uh, that is out there. So you go to the pumps, you're pumping in gas. It's high. You go to the food store, you're buying food, uh, and it's sticker shock. Uh, maybe you go to a restaurant, and all of a sudden the the food there is is so much higher. So with that, the Fed has has been increasing uh, rates. So to answer your question, where are we going in the future, and where their availability and, and opportunity? Um, there was uh, a very smart investor Shelby Davis that said that you make your money in a bear market you just don't know it at the time so we clearly are in a bear market and that now has created some uh, tremendous opportunities which I can go over if if you'd like yes we love opportunities and you know we actually we do love opportunities and we also you know are thinking about our community of listeners we have uh, many young families um, that don't have 
much established wealth at this point in their lives, but are looking to make some better choices. And, you know, I, I, I would love to hear and have you share about how you're cl- con- positioning those types of clients. For the younger people, um, I have a, a, a line that I use, um, and that is give till it hurts. So consistently put money away. You have to put money away. If you have a 401k, if you have a 403b, if you don't, if you, you can put money into an IRA, please put money in. And when I say give till it hurts, you know how much to put in because all of a sudden it's like, ah, can I put more in? Ah, that hurts. Ah, perfect. You, you, got to, you got to the right spot. So for younger people, you have to put money away you got to give till it hurts and continue to put that money away. Even when the markets are going down, you got to look at the length of time of when you're going to need that money. So for, uh, for younger people, that length of time is an extended period of time. So you're going to allow, you're going to have, we're going to have many of these bear markets in the future. Decades and in, over many decades, we're going to see different bear markets. So you got to be consistent. You got to continue to put, put that money away. So that would be my recommendation for, uh, for them. So I'm sure you have clients either buying new homes, especially with how the market was this last year, two years, and also building homes. And now with the market, with the interest rates being higher, how are you positioning them? What are you telling them? Should they get a mortgage? Should they pay cash? How are you guiding them? Okay. So yeah, so we have a fair amount of clients that have homes and over the last few years, including this year, have looked to either get a second or, or a third home. And in in those cases, they might have a mortgage already with their first home or they might not have a mortgage uh, with their, their second home. But due to the... Um, Tax Cut and Jobs Act, uh, they doubled the standard deduction and very few, fewer taxpayers have the benefit of taking that mortgage interest deduction. So in many of the cases, what's happening is they have uh, a portfolio, in many cases a sizable portfolio, and what we have them doing is we have them borrowing off of this uh, portfolio. And in our case, the uh, the rate is two percent. So they're able, they're not getting the interest deduction anyway. So they're not going for the mortgage. So in, in their case, they're um, they're borrowing at a very very low rate of of two percent to be able to buy uh, the second or in some cases third home. So Mark, what about some opportunities um, now and that we can plan for in the future? Um, you know, just investment strategies that you can share with us. Okay, I, I think that there's uh, there's some really good opportunities that's uh, popping up, and they will continue to pop up uh, uh, this year. I think that the market is not through uh, with uh, this this bear market, but uh, I would say one thing to look at is look at value companies overgrowth companies, look at small cap, small cap value companies uh, as as well. You also want to look at non-correlating assets. We uh, put a lot of people into non-correlating assets. A non-correlating asset means that it doesn't correlate. It doesn't go up and down with the stock market. It doesn't correlate with the bond market. It doesn't go up and down with the bond market. So we had uh, put some people in, um, in non-traded real estate, in non-traded REITs. 
Um, we also had managed futures, which have done incredibly well, up double digits uh, this year. Um, emerging markets look uh, interesting as the valuations are good. And really a theme that uh, my partner, Peter Klein, has talked about for years and, and, and continues to be a great theme is water. Um, there's scarcity of water, only 3% of uh, water is fresh water, uh, which 97% is, is salt water. So you have to desalinate that, uh, that water. Um, there's many, you, you probably read about many water main breaks. Uh, there's all kinds of infrastructure that you have that's pertained to water. Um, and you need water for everything, farming, feeding cattle, health, everything. So water, and, and the population is going to go from 7.4 billion to 9.1 billion. So there's going to be more need for water. There's a scarcity of water. Uh, so there's tremendous opportunities um, in water as well. Fantastic. Um and when you say that, is that like, you know, with water filtration systems or is it companies that we should be looking at or is it just like, you know, just, you know, anything that relates to to water and, and water safety? Water safety, uh, um, uh, it's it's individual companies, not just in this country, but worldwide. Uh, there's some good international uh, uh, companies as well, but infrastructure is is a is a big thing because you're seeing all these uh, water main breaks and the, the spending is going to be and I've seen anywhere from one trillion to as high as fourteen trillion over over the next uh, twenty thirty years. So there's, there's going to be a tremendous amount of spending that's going to go into this particular area. So it's it it is a tremendous uh, tremendous opportunity as well. And that's long term. I really am fascinated with that. Um, you know, water for our well-being is so necessary. And yes, I have seen some of the footage of these pipes, these massive pipes that are just breaking and, um, you know, systems that are just antiquated, right? You're seeing a lot of pollution that's out there that needs to be cleaned up. And that's just in our country. And you, you go into Europe and they're having even more of a, a problem. Then you go into the Middle East where they don't, where they're getting the water from. So it's, it, it's something that is, uh, it's a theme that, that's been there for a period of time. And, and we believe it'll continue to be there for decades ahead. So great opportunity there. So this is a scary question, but obviously on this podcast, we have to ask scary questions. <laughs> Do you think we are going into a recession? Okay, so we had negative GDP of 1.6% first quarter. Second quarter looks like it'll be a little bit higher. Um, so things are moving towards a recession. It, I would give it probably a 50-50 chance uh, right at this point of of going into recession. In the past, the Fed, by increasing rates, they've caused us to go into recession and they're increasing rates at a significant level. But we're starting to see commodity pricing uh, uh, start to come down. Oil prices have come down. Uh, copper prices down 21% recently. Lumber prices down 31%. So uh, maybe the Fed is getting it right and maybe we can avoid uh, the recession. But it's definitely... Uh, a good possibility on on the horizon. And are you discussing more of this on your podcast and on YouTube? My podcast, uh, Find Your Exit, I interview um, business owners that have gone through an exit. 
and their trials and tribulations uh, that they've gone through. I just interviewed uh, the CEO of Adam and, and uh, Apple and Eve. Apple and Eve, those little juice boxes. Remember yes. those juice boxes growing yeah. up? Yeah. Yeah. Classic. But that, that's an example. So he went through an exit and he talks about that. But he also talks about growing up in Queens. And uh, he started out with his mother was the bookkeeper. Right, so it's it's these wonderful stories about you know people starting from from nothing and and making a, you know great company out of it. So I have a lot of fun with that, and and the YouTube one, uh, coffee with Crav. Uh, there I interviewed different people from different walks of life, and I really did it. I started in the pandemic, uh, and I knew I did it exclusively at first for clients because I knew I wouldn't be able to see them. So what do I do when I sit down with a client? We usually have coffee together. So it was coffee. With, my last name is Kravitz and my friends always call me Krav. So it was coffee with Krav. And then expanded. People really wanted to hear it. So we expanded it. And uh, so we, we talked to different people from different walks of uh, life. Yesterday, I interviewed someone from uh, Children of Fallen Patriots. They raised money they raise money for uh, any military people that have passed away, and they have children that want to go to college. So they raise money to 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 give that money to to these children uh, to go through college. Fantastic. Well, what we're doing is we're delivering ways and and experts that are helping us live our best life, and I think financial health is incredibly important with that. So thank you so much for coming on with us because. This is necessary, you know, to get real and to ask these questions. So thanks for coming on. I know that um, Colby wants to lead us into our next activity. So I'm going to turn the tables on us, Serena. Crab is going to ask us two questions or one question, whatever you want. We could have a tiebreaker. Uh, let's do two so we can see who gets it right. Uh, we don't know what the questions are. So Serena can't Google. No Google. I'm watching you guys. I'm watching. I see you start to, I want to see the hands. Let's see the hands. Okay, here we go. All right. When, here's the two questions. When, and whoever's closest wins. When was the last bear market and how much did the market go down? Uh, 08? Serena? I was going to say the same. 08. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. It's not right, but it's a great answer. It was actually, it was actually 2020 during the pandemic. Oh, oh yeah. All right. Okay. But but let's go back to 08. We'll go back to 08. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll ask a question on that. Was the, was that the time before though? Before yes. 08. 2000. Yes, that's correct. Ah. 2007 to 2009, yeah. but 08 was perfect. All right. How much from peak to trough? How much did the stock market go down from the high to the low? In two thousand, from two, the high two thousand seven to the low two thousand nine, April of two thousand, uh, March of two thousand nine, how much did the market go down? Percentage wise. Percentage wise. And whoever gets it close wins. I have a number. Twelve percent. Well, Kobe, a bear market is down twenty percent or more. So oh, more. I'll, I'll let you. <laughs> I lost. I'll let you. I'll let you take another. <laughs> Gander at it if you. I was gonna say over a hundred percent. Well, I don't if, know. if you lose over a hundred percent, you lose all your money. So, right. you didn't lose all your money. I know. 
Um, okay. So actually, it's funny. It's like right in between. So no one wins. It's 52%. So the stock market wow. went down 52% from the from the peak to the uh, the peak to the trough. Wow, that's insane. But you guys are both winners because you do this fabulous podcast. Serena, I'm going to give we're you. Winning. I'm going to give you a little tidbit here. Mark is one of the reasons we're doing this podcast. Um, I literally asked him for advice for editors, and he really came through and helped us with that. So I didn't know if you knew that. I, I want to thank you. Thanks for uh, kind of blazing the trail ahead and, and for doing the work you're doing, of course. Um, you know, and again, thanks for coming on because literally, you know, financial expertise, financial wellness, all of the news, all of the views, right? It's, it's just nice to hear from you, Mark. So thanks. I appreciate that. And and if uh, anybody wants to reach me or reach our team, um, it's Align Wealth, A-L-I-N-E, wealth.com. Or you can even email me, mkravitz, K-R-A-V-I-E-T-Z, at alignwealth.com. But this was fun. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for, for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Oh.